It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast. Marks and Reese, we are back as we start an hour of Elliot with Elliot Short Parks. Twitter questions today sponsored by Mark Schuler's. Get the VIP treatment of Mark Schuler's with a personal diamond consultant to help you select the perfect engagement ring. Online, marksiphonjewelers.com as our Eagles reporter and I mean, assorted podcasts. He's doing Sixers podcasts with Kyle Newbeck. Elliot Short Parks joins us, Elliot. <laughs> What up? How you guys doing? How are you, buddy? Nice for you to fit fit us in your schedule, brother. I'll tell you this much. No matter what I do, I will never back out of Tuesdays with Elliot. This is number one in my heart. Number one in my heart. So this is the number one priority of anything else you do on the station? Yes. And I'll tell that to the camera when I'm on with the camera. I'll say it on Go Birds, too. All right. Angelo as well? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) His is 640 in the morning, so it's a little different. Well, Elliot, um, obviously another you know really impressive win over the Giants on Sunday, mm. and defense was great. Jalen was great. The running game was great. I, I mean, everything was great on Sunday. It really was. Yeah, and to me, the biggest takeaway was that was a game where this team went and won just like surgically. You know, it wasn't clearly they were more talented. That was part of it. But going into that game, we all thought divisional opponent. You know, first time against him, new coaching staff. The weather was kind of gross. All those things. They would have won that game 27-23 or, or you know, 23-17. Of course, there would have been concerns, but everyone would have, would have accepted why. The fact that they went in and won the way they did says two things. One, this team is absolutely clicking on all cylinders right now. If the playoffs started today, nobody's beating this team the way they're playing. They're clicking at all cylinders. But the other thing it says is this is a much more mature team and in some ways they should be. They have a second-year head coach. They have a quarterback that's in his third year, second year full starting. And for them to go in and just handle business like that, I thought it was incredibly impressive and just telling of where they are at this at this point of the development and, and the season. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's like this is exactly how you want them playing right now, which is it seems like they're starting to peak right now as they go into the playoffs right here. Now the biggest issue, Ike was saying this yesterday, now you kind of hold your breath and you worry that you don't get injuries. Yeah, at it's big, just at waiting at this point. Yeah. And, and, you know, 
it, things could fall apart. That that's the the scary thing about the Cowboys being where they are at. You know, if if they slip up against Chicago, let's say, and you can lose to any team any week, so it's possible. Then you go into that Dallas game and it means a ton. But as a whole, yes, I agree. In my mind, I'm just waiting until the playoffs at this point. I, mm-hmm. You know, they're playing well enough. They don't have a flaw. It's just injuries at this point. Yeah. You know, Lane, for instance. I would not play Lane again until he was 110%. There's no reason to rush him out there, right? As long as you get that one seed. From there on out, I am just waiting until the playoffs and making sure everybody's healthy. Yeah, I mean, really, you got to make sure you lock up that one seed. They they can't do it this weekend, right? No, they can't yeah. do it this week. I think the first time they could do it would be in Dallas. In Dallas. A okay. Cowboys yeah. seed. So, yeah, you yeah. got to go take care of business there. And um, they know how important to get the home field advantage is, so they, they aren't going to let their foot off the gas until they've clinched the one seed. Well, and the other tough thing, too, is maintaining this level of play. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say they've peaked because they could play better. Who knows, right? With, with the way Jalen is playing, the way you know the defense is, the coaching, maybe they could get better, but it feels like this is the best version of the team, the way the yeah. defense is playing, even the special teams. I know they had that block. Finally come around. But the kickoffs yeah. are yeah. good, right? And I thought in some ways – this game against the Giants was the best game Jalen has played, just in the way that it was so businesslike. He just sat back there, picked him apart, eight receivers in the first quarter, ran when he had to, took care of the ball, took care of business. I thought this was Jalen at his best. In my, It's not a concern, but the, the thing I would say, I'm, I'm more concerned about this than other things. Can they just maintain it until they are going to need it? Right. That, that, that's the tough thing. I mean, Ike, you were on a lot of really yeah. good teams. You can play at a high level. The tough thing is, you know, you clinch the one seed, so you don't play for a while, and you you just get out of rhythm, and it can be tough to get back into that rhythm. And, yeah, you bring up um, us in those early two thousands after after the loss to the Rams in the title game. Then it became obviously you want the home field advantage here. You want to have the title game at home, but then it also became can we get there healthy? Mm-hmm. You know, the one thing that doesn't get talked about, and rightfully so, because nobody cares about that, and you can't look for excuses or what have you, but our quarterback was compromised in the two games against Tampa and Carolina. He yeah. didn't even finish the Carolina game. You know, some thought he may have come back too early uh, in 2 after the broken ankle because he, he wasn't as mobile mm. in the playoffs, but he, he he played okay enough for us to win and beat Atlanta. But against Tampa, we didn't really have anything after that first drive. And yeah. some of that was due to his lack of mobility. Got his ribs broken. The following year against Carolina on a late that. hit. You're right. Yeah. It's not really brought up a lot that McNabb got knocked out of that. Yeah, game. in like yeah. the on second a, quarter. Like, yeah, oh, it cheap was early. shot, and it was over after yeah, that. Yeah, was, was it Detmer that went in there still? Yeah. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was okay, Detmer that went in after that. And then in the, the Atlanta game, we were already without T.O., and Chad Lewis broke his foot in the championship game. So we got to the Super Bowl, and we didn't have everybody healthy. Mm-hmm. Right. So, again, in the 17 team, won with a plethora of injuries. Yep. That's why I say it doesn't get brought up, and rightfully so, because it's not an excuse. But it's what you think about as players. Like, man, can we at least get to this game with our full complement of players? And so it gives us our best chance to win. And the 17 team, I think people reference them a lot. You know, well, they won with backups. They won with their backup quarterback. That's what makes them special. Mm-hmm. It is really hard to win that way. It, it yeah. certainly it, it, is. You know, just because the 17 team did it doesn't mean that the 22 team can do it. Right. If they, if Jalen, God forbid, gets hurt, or mm-hmm. AJ, or or Redick, or Slay, yeah. these are major, major injuries that can impact them come playoff time. So it's a thin line for the Eagles because you do want to keep things rolling. Mm-hmm. You do want to get that one seed. 
But there's no question this team is presently constructed is go is good enough to win the Super Bowl. And so you have to also prioritize getting to the playoffs as healthy as you can. Yep. Uh, we'll get to the phone calls coming up in a second. 215-592-9494. Um, we we were we started the show with this. We were asking this question. Does this feel more like to you the beginning of 2000, 2001 with the Eagles to where you're going to see three or four years where they're at the top of their division? Mm-hmm. Or 2017, I mean, they made the playoffs and they were close to the championship game the next year. They made the playoffs the year after that. But clearly it, it was the, the yeah. arrow was pointing down, not up. How, I mean, what does this feel like to you this year for, for the Eagles? So to me, this feels more like 01 because I believe in the foundation more. I think in 17, a couple things, and this is with the benefit of hindsight, right? When 2022, we're we're in the moment. Mm -hmm. But with the benefit of hindsight in 17, A, obviously Carson's injury was a much bigger deal than we thought at the time. I thought they would win the Super Bowl in 18 because Carson was coming back. So, But now we know that injuries to Carson severely hampered his career. So so there's that. Jalen's healthy right now. There's no reason to think Jalen will will be worse next year or the year after. If anything, there's only reason to think he'll improve based off of his track record. But the other reason I think this is more like 01 than 17 is I think Howie Roseman and this front office and this coaching staff are clicking on all cylinders right now. 01, obviously you look at that that coaching staff and what they had, they were a motivated, young, talented group. And I'm not saying 17 wasn't, but Jim Schwartz was older. You know, Doug was motivated, obviously, but... I don't know. I, I just get that this coaching staff is A, more motivated, but I think Howie is at, at his best right now. And when you have a general manager clicking on this level, I mean, they might have a top five pick in the draft next year and $41 million in cap space for what is already arguably the most talented roster in the NFL. So an injury to Jalen could change things, but Howie is just, he's operating at such a high level. I think he's so much better than he was in 17. But th- doesn't it feel like that, and this is kind of, we've been talking about this since yesterday, that this is the chance, like, you have an opportunity here, right? Like, everything in the NFC has kind of went your way with injuries and just the conference not being great. Like, you need to take advantage of this opportunity. I can just say in 2001, it felt like they'll be back. Like, this is... But that feels like it with this team. It doesn't... See, I don't feel the same way. I feel like I feel like that this is a team that you need to win this now because you don't know what's going to happen after this. Well, why? They have a lot of what players... What could happen? Re- they have a lot of players to replace. And they'll sign the ones they want back. All right, but, it, I, but, but Elliot, what I'm saying is that, like, so Brandon's good. Brandon may be back for another year or two, mm-hmm. but that's limited. Fletcher's going to be gone. Hargrave's going to be gone. Your linebackers... I, I don't know who's going to be back for well, linebackers. Well, you say Hargrave's going to be gone. Why is Hargrave going to be gone? You're signing him to a new contract? Javon Hargrave? Yeah. I think if they want to, they will. Now, they might not want to because he sucks against the run, but he's a okay. very good pass rusher. Okay. So so Hargrave's going to be coming back at, at double-digit dollars yeah. per year. Yep. Okay. Um, uh, Darius Slade's getting a little bit older. James Bradbury's coming back on a long-term contract? I think it's possible. No. Oh, wait, no. I'm in a different I'm in a different boat than other no. people is with the Cavs. Bradbury's not, Bradbury's not coming back. He's going to price himself out of, of with, with free agency. All I'm saying, like, like you're losing your center. I don't know if anybody, like, is, is that not a big deal to, use, to lose No, Jason it matters Duffy? to lose these players. Okay, yeah. so outside, I mean, you have A.J. Brown, you have Devontae Smith, you have Dallas Cotter. I agree. Having Jalen and three top weapons in the passing game is important. And the coaching staff. Uh, yeah, but you might lose coordinators to get a new job. Yeah, that's true. Right? Mm-hmm. So you lose two coordinators, now you try to replace them. Might Doug couldn't replace them. 
Yeah, Might you could lose. lose Miles you could lose Miles. There's more players to replace than you realize. Is all, is all that I'm saying, and that's where I see it could be 20. Because 2018, they still made the playoffs. 2019, they still made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that they they won the Super Bowl and then they were totally done. No, nah, their problem was is they, they ran it back with the same squad. And right. I think that's that something. Was their I think that's something you would learn from. Yeah. Number one, but number two, I think that what matters ultimately. And I, I don't want to turn this into a Carson thing, but what happened with the with the eighteen, nineteen, and twenty Eagles is Carson was hurt, right? And they had a bad quarterback, and he played well for stretch. They had a bad roster. Yeah, they, and there were rosters. Like none too. of those players, like what players were good on those rosters? Well, they were Torrey older Smith at that out, point. Yeah, they, yeah regardless exactly. of what they yeah. were, they weren't good. But Alshon, Deshaun, yeah. like all those players were bad. Right. That that that's true. That's 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 fair. But when you look at when you look at this team. I think Jalen and Nick Sirianni are reason to believe moving forward. But also, you're right, they're going to lose people. They have the assets to replace them. Now they mm-hmm. have to do it, right? But mm-hmm. the coordinators, the, this will the, the Eagles defensive coordinator job will be probably the most sought after in the league from a coordinator position. You get to completely run the defense. There will be talent. I know they're going to lose guys, but there'll be talent. And you just saw that other – you just saw Gannon – if they're hiring one, get a head coaching job from that position. So I think they'll get a good coordinator. And they're going to have draft picks. They have two first-round picks. They have all the cap space. So even if they lose guys, they have the assets to replace them. And that's why I think it all comes back to Howie for me. I think Howie is a much better GM than he was in 17. He was two years back into the job. He's got to. He's got to build. It's different. Like you can see but what he his, bi- his, he built. He's also lost a lot of staff from that yes, seventeen yes. team. You lost Joe Douglas. You don't have Andrew Barry anymore. You don't even have Andy Whitehall anymore. Like you've lost a lot of front office people. That we listen. Get, Howie, yeah. we know what Howie's is great at. So this isn't a slight towards Howie, but let's not act like he's Ozzie Newsome up there picking players. And you know that and I know that, that that's not his strength in picking players. So that's what they're going to have to replace as well. Now it helps when you have the fifth overall pick. It's hard to miss on that pick. But when you don't have as many picks, you got to really hit on the picks. And when you pay your quarterback, you don't have the luxury of going out and fixing mishaps and missteps with trading for A.J. Brown. Like, you can do that when Jalen's making a million dollars a year. You can go trade for him. But if you miss on a player, and I'm, you, I know they're straight at receiver, mm-hmm. but if you miss on a corner or you miss on a defensive end, now you're basically chasing your tail trying to replenish that talent. And I'm not saying he can't do it. I'm just saying the staffs that he had working under him during that time, those guys have moved on as well. So you don't necessarily have the same eye for talent right. that you've had in, in years past. All right, Ellie, hang on one second. We'll be right back to it. But guys, are you happy with the way your hair looks? Well, listen, if uh, you heard me talking about Dr. Glatt over the years, and you know he and his hair team, that's the place to go if you're looking to make your hair dreams a reality. Look at my hair. Just go to the website, drglack.com, D-R-G-L-A-T.com, before and after pictures. Maybe you want more information. It's all explained to you right there on the website. But you can also call and speak to his hair team right now. Most experience and most success in Philadelphia when it comes to hair re- restoration, and that's Dr. Glatt. That's why I trusted him with my hair. Call him today. You can speak to his hair team right now, 610-980-4000, 610-980-4000, or drglatt.com. But the other part of this, too, is... I think that the coaching staff, and we talked about this last night on the Players Lounge every Monday, seven to eight, with me and Ike. College boy, is this coaching staff is better at teaching players, right, yes. and developing yes. guys. So yes. to your point, maybe yes. you know, maybe they don't have as many picks. Maybe you know all those things. Doug's staff again with the 
benefit of hindsight, was not mm-hmm. good at developing players. So yep. those picks mattered more. You had to get guys that were more pro-ready because once they got in the building they, building, they were not improving. I think with this coaching staff, it helps Howie because they are good at developing guys. So that's mostly why I feel more confident. I, I agree with that I, part. I feel yeah. that with all the experience, Howie has more experience than he did in 17. And yes. I think... Look at Jalen and just look at any walk of life. The more experience you have at something, the better you are at the job. He's been through winning a Super Bowl. He's been through all those things, right? So I think, to me, this franchise is clicking on all, on all levels right now. And I don't think they were in 16 or in 17. 17 was a little ahead of schedule and a little fluky. If you're, you know, Carson went down and they still won it. They it had was. all those injuries, they still won it. They were not, not supposed to win it that year. This year's roster is more talented than that year's roster. And they're younger. The receivers are, are younger and better. The corners are not younger, but better they team are than better. 04? Way better. Better team than 04? Well, it's funny. We just, I just went through the roster this morning and compared position by position. And I, you know, in 04, I will say, I was not living through it every day. But I think this 22 roster is probably more talented. All right, there you go. Yeah. Better defense? Well, I... <laughs> Better special? No. Um, I think, we know they don't have a better no, special No, they, yeah, they, they definitely don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know that. I, I think the difference is the, better res- offense. the, the receivers are deeper is number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I think this pass rush is better. I think it's deeper. Mm. I think the linebackers are better, the starting better linebackers. Better corners? Um, Wait, hold on, which? 04 linebackers or 22? I'm saying 22 versus 04. And you think which linebackers are better? 22. You're out of your damn mind. Well, honestly, I'm open to changing my mind. Why would you pick 04? One player. Are you serious? Jeremiah Trotter, are you serious? He came back that. I know he played well I don't care what he did. I don't care what he did. Was he at the height of his career there? TJ Edwards or Kaiser White aren't on Jeremiah Trotter's level. I they, agree, they, but they, they just aren't. They just they just aren't. Ellie, trust me. No, take, I, take, I am take, trusting. Tr- you, trust me. I'm trusting you. But look, can I ask? They're you not this even question? asked to do the same things. They don't even have the ability to do what Jeremiah Trotter did. Can I ask you this though? Yes. If you had to rank, you know, the top three, wouldn't TJ would would TJ and Kaiser be be number two and three? Yes, because the other two were Mark Nate Wayne and, and Mark yeah. Semino. Right. Yes. So. If you want to say Trotter is the best player yeah. of the unit. Well, then so, you can throw me in there because I was the nickel linebacker. Just yeah, like so they, they play on nickel, I'll I take, played yeah, on nickel. I, I, I'll take so. Ike and Trotter. I was the nickel that. linebacker. I'll take Ike and Trotter. Okay. Well, yeah, right. you know, it wasn't like I was nobody. No, I know you were. But I, I'm saying yeah. I'm saying when you look at, regardless of that position. Yes, okay, move, move on, on to another. Well, the secondary, you secondary? Okay, I got Lito, Sheldon, Mike Lewis, and Brian Dawkins. I know. Yeah, so where are you going with that? I think 2004. Despite the corners, I think, I think the safeties are. De- I think the safeties are are better. The cor- Darius Slay is really good. I know he Lito is. and Lito Sheldon were too. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Just, yeah I just, Lito and James. I, I'll go. I, and they were younger. They were younger. That's true. All right, couple phone calls here. It's good to Andrew. Oh, and I was. DC. I was ready to continue yeah, to go through I'm, the roster. I'm down to go. Yeah, right. I'm down to keep going. Yeah, offensive line. Uh, I I yeah. Here, well, here, here's my offensive line. Honey Buns at center. Hank Fraley. I got uh, Mayberry at one guard. I got Sean Andrews at one guard. I got John Runyon at tackle, and I got Trey Thomas at tackle. I'll take on whoever you got for me. So I think Kelsey is better than Fraley. I got I, – yeah, without okay. question. Yeah. All right, yeah. That's I, the only one you got. You think Runyon was better than Lane? I think my two tackles are better than the two tackles that they have right now. All right, but I'm saying, you think so you think Runyon's better than Lane? Uh, It's a wash. Okay. So, yes, Trey went over Mylotta. Yeah. Especially is not having the best year this year. He struggled mm-hmm. at times. The guards, Sayamalu and uh, D. 
Dickerson. Dickerson's not had a great year this no, year. No, Dickerson's not even in the category with Mayberry or Sean Andrews. Was Sean Andrews good that year? Oh, no, he, no, you know what? No, that was his rookie year. He, got, he got injured. And it was like Artis Hicks, I it think. It was Artis Hicks, that's yeah. what it was. So that's probably... That does bring it down a notch. Now, but Dickerson, I think, is a higher... I mean, Sean Andrews was a first-round pick, but... Yeah, he's a two-time pro bowler. Yeah. Dickerson's not had a great year, though. So yeah. then it would be Sayamalu, uh, And Artis Hicks. Yeah. That's, that's All a right, so it might be 04. Quarterback? Quarterback? It's tough because... 22. Well, from a uh, I mean, statistical standpoint, because yeah. he's just running. Uh, Donovan threw 31 touchdowns in 13 games. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's not like Donovan didn't have a slop year. And what's Hurts at right now? 24? Yeah. 22. 22. Okay. Yeah, with the 10 rush. So touchdowns. he probably won't get to 31 yeah. on the year, but he, he'll have more total touchdowns. Yeah. And he might win MVP. Yeah. Which Donovan did not that year. No. Right. Mm. All right. So you're going so, 22. Elliot. Yeah, I would still call it a wash. I would probably go 22. I also think Minshew's probably better than Coy Detmer for what it's worth. You want to talk That's about an important full, one to get into. Well, let's talk about yeah. the full room. We're going to bring up 17. I mean, no, we're not bringing him into punter? this. Punter? Yeah, right. I mean, punter, you know. Yeah, Dirk Johnson. What about receivers? Dirk Johnson. Receivers is this team. Um, Running back is that Oh, whoa, whoa, yeah, slow, down, t- slow down, slow, slow down, slow down, slow down. You just ran over the receivers like that was a no-brainer. Uh, Pinky probably had about 800 yards receiving that year. So he was no slouch over there as a number two guy. Freddie was our number three guy. He had eight hundred that year, somewhere around something there. like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Pinky oh, had somewhere okay. around. Oh yeah, I thought it was oh, yeah. okay. I thought it was more like six hundred, but whatever. Same. No, nah, I think he led the league in uh, yards per catch, catch that he year. Did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was like exactly. eighteen or something. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. okay, so then you know you did your homework there. No, I, that's what I'm saying. I was looking this up this morning. Yeah, yeah it's not a slouch. No, but, bad. and they throw the ball. But who would you take, Devontae? I was it was six seventy six. Yeah, you're right. I was surprised how many times I would Donovan take Devontae over year. over Pinkson. Yeah. But you take T.O. over A.J., obviously. I take T.O. over the whole group. Yeah, that's what yeah. yeah. <laughs> What about Quez, Quez, Quez and Fred X? Quez and Fred X. I don't even remember Freddie's numbers that year. They, they weren't were. that good. Well, no, I know his number. I meant his numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Jack remembers that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember well, Freddie's numbers. And, that and year. Quez, well, it's for the 26 yard or the. the, the, the 15-second scramble by Donovan. That's what he did that year. Yeah, Right. That was his big play that year. Yeah, yeah. He, had, what, he had 22 catches. Oh, that's a big okay. year. What hey. about the coaching staff? That's not even close. <laughs> I'm smart enough not to get into this debate yeah. with Ike. Yeah. Happy well, I Monday. mean, that's not even close. I got, I got, hold on, I got <laughs> Rivera, I got Harbaugh, I got Sean McDermott, yeah. I got uh, Spagnola. Special, like, yeah, special teams. Well, no, I'm just talking about these are all yeah. the coaches that were on the staff, yeah. like Jim Johnson. Yeah. Like, what do you, I don't even know these coaches on the Eagles staff Oh, the right Eagles now. might have some head coaches Yeah, here. exactly. Like, well, yeah. they might have three by this time next year. We've literally fired two of them already <laughs> this year. <laughs> You fired the defensive coordinator and, and the damn special teams Michael coach. Clay, yep. And the special teams coach. Yeah, the special teams coach I, I was down to a fire for a little bit. <laughs> but yeah. uh, we'll, 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 uh, you know you know what though? You know you know what would make it better? And I did this with the twenty seventeen team. Go finish the job. And it's yours. There's no argument. Yeah. I, I think if, go finish the job because as long as you don't finish the job, then the argument will be there. They lose in in the in the divisional round. Are you going to say that they were no, better? T- exactly. I, I no. think, and that's the be- that's the benefit. Of, we've seen those teams play in yes. big games. This team has only played in one game, and they not this exact unit, yeah. but last year. If this team wins the Super Bowl, though. I think this team will be remembered as the best Eagles team of all time. Of course, I, and yeah. I would agree with you. Yeah, yeah. I would agree. With you. I've already put them ahead of the seventeen team. On paper. Yeah. Mm. 
I on think paper. It, right. it, to, as long to, as they finish the job. Yeah, well, to, yeah. Yeah, like to, to put a bow on it. Well, if they finish the job, then I'm with Elliot. They're the best team. Yeah. yeah. You might have to give them the best team overall. If you're going into a regular season, you had to pick a roster, I think you would 17 would be last. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. You know who would be first. I didn't even bring up Westbrook. Like, you kidding me? The old yeah. four. If you had to pick a roster, they're gonna pick the old four roster. Only new millennials like you wouldn't pick the I'll old say four this, roster. You have Are done you a good me? job changing my mind from about what I said a half hour ago. I didn't even bring up yeah. B West. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. All right, I promise. You know how many Pro Bowlers was on that team, Elliot? I'm guessing a lot. Ten. Double digits, yeah. Ten. Yeah. Mm. They might have ten this year. Ooh, they might. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Phone calls on the other side. Also, Dan Orlovsky. Has an interesting concern about J1 Hurts. Felt like Skip Bayless when we were doing that linebacker unit, you know? Like, (laughs) (laughs) not not trying to, yeah. (laughs) You weren't going to do me like you did. No, I would never do you like that. Very smart. Very smart. (laughs) Yeah, your glasses were still on. Shannon looked like he was ready to. (laughs) Once your glasses came off, I was definitely going to, yeah. Got tense. Uh, Orlovsky was asked, Dak or Hurts, who would you take going forward? And where do you hear this answer? Can't wait to play this coming up next. Marks and Riesel, 94 WIP. All right, we'll hit some phone calls coming up this segment. Marks and Reese, Tuesdays with Elliot, with us uh, for the rest of this hour mm-hmm. right here. All right, a couple, couple injury things, and then we'll play the Storlovsky cut. Uh, the new punter for the Eagles, it's official, Brett Kern. Mm-hmm. So, Sipos, is this a, like a season ender? It seems like it. I mean, he was in the locker room what with a What the hell a, a did walk- he do? I, when he got hit, I think. <laughs> no, like, tried, what to, happened? tried to run with That's the ball. And, yeah, exactly. Um yeah, he had on boot, he had on a boot and crutches, and they signed someone. So my, my guess is he's <laughs> definitely going to IR. <laughs> he had on he had on a boot and, and crutches? crutches. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, Michael. Clay, that hit didn't look that serious or severe. Well, he made it to halfway me. across the field, <laughs> and then yes. he just started limping. Yeah. Then he dropped to the ground. Then yeah, he got I mean, Michael wow. Michael Clay talked today, and it sounded like Sipos was pretty upset. So I, I think it's a pretty serious injury. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, I had no idea that was that serious until I heard he was being carted off the yeah, field. Well, I'm he, like, he made it halfway across the field, then went down, then they helped him off, then he went to the tent, and then they carted him. Oh out. wow! Yeah. Apparently, he called a Giants fan a piece of bleep. Oh, yeah, that I, I did that. see. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. A whirlwind performance by Aaron <laughs> Good job. Best game in an Eagles uniform. Um, and then, uh, so is Anthony Harris signed, sealed, delivered as an Eagle? So he'll be on the practice squad. Okay. Uh, Gannon talked about him today. He said they're going to try to get him up to speed. Uh, my guess is he will be elevated for the game. I mean, the whole benefit of signing Anthony Harris is he's been with the team. He knows the defense. Now, the the downside of signing Anthony Harris is he's he Anthony knew, Harris. Well, he yeah. knew the defense when they cut him. Right? right, so I mean, I I understand that's a benefit, but and I mean things have changed now. Gardner Johnson is on IR. Yeah, Blankenship's on IR. Not many teams could sign a safety this time of the year, play him, and feel confident in that safety playing. The question is, who do you feel better about, Kayvon or Anthony Harris? I mean, they seem to feel better in Harris mm-hmm. as of now, but Kayvon, not that he's a great athlete, but he's a better athlete than Anthony Harris. I think at this point, mm-hmm. he's been playing all year. Anthony Harris will probably be better at being in the right spot. But if you're not a great athlete and you're in the right spot, you know, I don't know how much of a benefit that is. So the good news is they're playing a Bears team that <laughs> yeah. really can't pass the ball. So yeah, you may not have to worry Kayvon about it. actually sets up well against the Bears yeah. for what it's worth. He's a, better, he's a better runner than Anthony Harris, and he's better against the run than Anthony Harris. Yeah, it could be more of an issue when you face Dallas. 
Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, they throw the ball a lot. Dallas more. is where that safety spot could really hurt them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh Dan Orlovsky was on the Dan Patrick show and he was he was given a simple question. I was surprised that he struggled to answer the question. He just said if you're running a team, who are you taking Dak or Jalen Hurts as your quarterback to start your team? Here it is. I think I would go Dak Prescott. Dak's proven for a long time that he's a good player. You know, Jalen is on fire right now, and I don't think he, it, it's hard to say somebody else is the MVP. Him and Patrick are probably neck and neck. Um, I, I just, I've, I've seen Dak play good football for a long time. So it's, you know, it's um, – <laughs> my. I think it's fair to be a little bit concerned with Dak's injuries as well. You know, Jalen hasn't had those in the NFL. I, 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 I think that's a little bit – fair to say but i also sit there and say and we know this we we see it all the time how long is jalen going to be able to take some of the physical abuse that the 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 reality of him being a runner takes i don't care what anyone says and i wavered back and forth in this with lamar like and everyone tried to tell me well lamar doesn't get hurt running the football and he doesn't take these shots i yeah like i'm i understand where you're coming from but i've watched football a long time like there's Hits or hits or hits, you know, they're just hits. And so, you know, fingers crossed, Jalen continues to stay. They eventually catch you. There you go. Hmm. To, to me, as someone that's answered a lot of those type of questions, he wants to say hurts. He's answering that. He's trying to talk his way into Dak. He gets there at the end and, you know, he finds a reason. Mm-hmm. At the beginning, to me, it sounds like he knows hurts is the answer. But he's still holding on to Dak for some reason. But he knows it's hurts is my takeaway from how he answered that. Yeah, maybe he's trying to give uh, Dak the benefit of the doubt because he's the vet and he's been in the playoffs. But it's not like Dak has gotten to the playoffs and showing you that he raises his game to another level. Now, neither has Jalen, so to be fair. Yeah, Jalen's the only one in the playoffs. Yeah, Yeah. so – but sometimes – the less you've seen of a, of a player, it allows you to have more belief in that player because he hasn't shown you a bunch of bad plays. Mm-hmm. Now, this works opposite for Dak because he's had he's been in the playoffs several times and is yet to raise his level of play right. and with the exception of the one game. So, and I'm not saying he plays terrible when he gets in the playoffs. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that. I'm sure somebody can pull up some numbers. Well, his rem- playoff record's not yeah, good. Yeah. Regard- whatever, right. But to be fair, I remember the Green Bay game where you know Aaron Rodgers went down there and had to throw a couple of dimes to beat Dallas, and Dak played well in that game. Aaron Rodgers just outplayed him in that game. Right. So it wasn't like he's the reason that they lost. So I I get it. I mean, listen, I, I think most people, if, if you're asking most people, who do you feel more confident going into the playoffs, which quarterback – how can you not say Jalen Hurts? Well, like, no, like, you yeah, know, know, just based on the way he's playing right now. And, and this is why with this team – I think they're going to win the the uh, NFC. I think they're going to go to the Super Bowl. But a reality everyone has to accept about this team is, and it's the Dak versus Jalen thing. Dak has played in so many big NFL games, playoff yeah. games, Thanksgiving Day games. This Christmas Eve game is going to be a big game. This Eagles team has not played in a lot of those games. This core especially, but Jalen and Nick have not played in a ton of big games, right? So as good as this team looks now, as dominant as they are, and I would take Jalen over Dak easily. We have to see now what this team. Win these games, we have yeah. to see what this, what this team looks yeah. like when it's the it's second round of the playoffs, the conference championship. It goes back to what the the discussion we were just having before the break. We've seen the 4 team in about I don't thirty big games, right? Yeah. This, how many truly big games has this team played? Like big games. 
And coaching, you brought up coaching. It matters in those games. It's a lot easier to go for it on fourth down in your own territory in week 12. Right. Like uh, against against Tennessee yeah, than it is yeah. in the second round of the playoffs in the third quarter when Nick the score is a one score game. Right. And when you make that decision to go for it, you had better get it yeah. because well, the, these type of decisions can lead to you going home. I mean, you know, like the Titans game, good opponent, good test. Mm-hmm. That was a one o'clock game on a Sunday. The rest of the league's playing at that point. I'm excited to see this team when the whole the, you know, Dal- the, the Dallas game is going to be huge for sure. And the last two times they've been in prime time, unless I'm forgetting one, they lost to Washington and they struggled against Houston. We got the Green Bay game. In the Green Bay, you're right. So yeah, and, the, and, they, and they crushed. Well, the that Vikings was the defense, defense struggled that night. Yeah. <laughs> the defense struggled that and special yeah. teams. Yeah, they, they handled the Vikings. Good, Andrew at DC. Andrew, how are you? Go ahead. Gentlemen, gentlemen, thank you, thank you. I want to just talk a little bit about this debate regarding 01, 04, 17. And, and this year's team. And I think one of the things that kind of is an answer to the question, why was the 2004 team not a Super Bowl champion? And, and, and Ike, I, I was there um, for 2004. I was there when they closed down the vet in 03. I was in St. Louis when we started this whole crazy run with Andy Reid in, in 02. Mm-hmm. And I would say the reason why they weren't, weren't there and they didn't win the Super Bowl in 04 is because of the Patriots had a way of constructing team after team after team. And to answer the other question that we're debating today is, you know, do we pay Jalen? Do we keep enough money for the roster around him? You pay Jalen whatever money he needs. And I believe because of the leader that he is, and I'm not saying he's going to take a discount. I say because of the leader that he is, you can build teams around him just like Belichick, build teams around Brady. Now, I'm not saying Jalen is Brady, and I'm not saying – Certainly that Seriani is Belichick. But what I am saying is the bottom line is we've got something 31 other teams covet, and that is a guy who can take you to the playoffs year after year after year. And to answer the, the, the last question I think you guys have been working around is what is better? Well, you know, I was there in 01, 02, 03, 04. I was there with my mom. I was there with my family. I was there with my new son. And what I would say is memory after memory, year after year, I want to be relevant year after year after year. Yes, the Super Bowl was great in 17. I still have these crazy nightmares of, of Gronk catching a, a ball at the end of the game, and I wake up from it and realize they still won in 17. <laughs> but what I reflect on were the moments that I had with my family year after year after year, and there's two things that got us that will get us there. There's things that got New England there, and I understand the league's different. We're 20 years removed from that. You can't construct a roster like that. They got a good GM. They got an amazing franchise quarterback. Keep some pieces around them, particularly the young guys. And um, and I think we're going to be relevant year after year. And it's going to make people call in right. you guys, the OG Wade and all, all right, these other Andrew. people. All right, man. Appreciate it. There you go. I think there's a lot of truth to that, though, when mm-hmm. you think about I mean, we, we, you know, you mentioned it earlier, and it's true. 18, 19, those were ugly seasons around here. A lot of teams would kill to go to the playoffs in ugly seasons. I mean, this team's been in this, the playoffs, what, six of the last seven years, five of the past yeah. six years, something like that, yeah. 17 years. Uh, since Lurie took over in 2000, they've been in the playoffs the third most time in the, in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about, you know, can this thing be sustained, I just think this franchise, the way they're clicking right now, it just seems like they can do no wrong. Mm. Let's go to Steve. Steve in South Philly. Actually, Steve, hang on uh, hang on one second because, guys, Christmas is going to be here. So uh, take the guesswork out of holiday shopping. Join me Thursday 
at uh, Mark Schuler's annual men's night out. Starts at 6 p.m. I'll be there around 7. We'll be dining on delicious barbecue from the Lucky Well. There's going to be beer and wine. And Mark's Jewelers has a gift to meet any budget. That's this Thursday, December 15th, starting at 6 p.m. Mark's Jewelers in Montgomeryville on Route 309. It's minutes from everywhere, right off the Pennsylvania Turnpike. There's no Philly sales tax. There's plenty of free parking, delicious food, and beverage. Details online, marks-jewelers.com. Steve in South Philly. Steve, how are you? Johnny Marks, Ike Reeves, what up, dude? What's up, dude? What up, Steve? What up, Elliot? What up, man? How you doing? Chilling. So, um, I'm going to say it's, I think this run or what we're doing right now is easily sustainable, but probably not for the reasons that you think. Um, I'm knowing money-wise we're going to lose some players and definitely going to lose some coaches, but we have quarterback and head coach-wise, uh, anchors that you need kind of like uh in our early 2000 runs and i'm not going to before anybody goes crazy i'm not sitting here saying that uh jalen's a thousand percent better than donovan or nick sirianni's better than andy Reid, mm-hmm. but there were things that kept that team from doing what it was supposed to do part of it was um in terms of McNabb, there's a little bit of maturity lacking. It's like I, I was, I was a party cat during that time, and I, I'm gonna tell you right now, when To came to town, it affected Donovan in a way because just going to a lot of parties, it went from his face being on all the flyers, and it was Donovan's town, to it turned to To's town, and a lot of that went into the whole uh, we don't need To and this, that, and other, and we all know what happened after that. Yeah. But there was some emotional. A maturity that was lacking that if that was Jalen, his, his temperament is not even like that. You know, if another great player comes here, awesome. Let's go win. Uh, Coach-wise, as much as we all love Andy Reid, he was the cat that his his ego was the downfall. Was like, I don't care how many of y'all keep telling me I need to run the ball more and stop throwing it and work on my clock management. He would die on whatever hill. He's changed some since he went to Kansas City, but Sirianni has already shown me when something's not working, he's not going to die on the hill. He actually has the maturity, and he doesn't have that crazy ego where he's like, okay, this ain't working. Let's do that. Let me, Steve, real quick, let me just push back on that a little bit. I think that Nick and Jalen, right now, that's how we view them, and I think that's who they are. But Donovan and Andy, and then we'll put Carson and Doug into this, went through a lot more than Jalen and Nick have together, right? So right now we can sit here and say Nick has no ego, and I think that's true. I don't think people thought Doug had an ego in 17. It's after he won the Super Bowl, right? Yep. And then Donovan and Everything Andy, to, to, to the Donovan thing about T.O., you're right about Jalen. A.J. came here, he's friends with them, all those things. Right. Jalen's in year two. Donovan was much deeper in his career with a lot more weight on his shoulders, having no, no. been through a lot more. So I get your point. Yeah, Donovan I, had already lost three. We, we'd already lost three right. conference yeah, title games. So I, I just right. think when, I, when people and, say, you know, Jalen will handle it this way, and, let's find out how Jalen will handle something. Because he really he has been one through, playoff game. He's first. been through some controversy, but he's not been through what Carson went through, and he's not been through what Donovan went through. I'm really telling you is this. A lot of that stuff, I know, like, I went through this whole thing for the last year and a half yelling about Jalen whatever. Some stuff you can look at. Like, right now, anybody that's being honest, you can see the difference between Jalen and Carson. Not talking about uh, throwing-wise and all kind of stuff like that. You can see some of the stuff that, you know, would have been happening with Donovan or whatever. I know you're saying that you can't predict how Jalen is, but really, can you not? 
Like he's even even in terms of like when it what comes you think to about, about his point, Steve. Yeah, before real, Carson real. tore his ACL, before Carson tore his ACL, you didn't hear any of this stuff. Right. Like, he was the franchise. He was the the best quarterback in franchise history. I remember those same conversations. He wrote that article. Because I'm always defending Donovan McNabb. That was the conversation then as well. He wrote that article about growing up in uh, North Dakota, how he's used to working hard. Again, what happened with Carson happened with Carson. But it's revisionist history to say in 2017 that all of us didn't view him as a leader, mentally tough, blah, blah, all that stuff. All those great things. That's not a slate at Jalen. I'm just saying – Let's see Jalen go through what Carson went through before we can say how Jalen would handle it. Because what Carson went through was extremely difficult. Well, what you're ultimately saying is it's great when things are going great. It's when things aren't going great. We'll see how the true yeah. testament of somebody and how they respond to it. We can have faith that Jalen's going to handle it well and continue to prosper. And individually, he may. But does that mean everybody around him will? Right? right? Like, does that mean everybody else around him will handle success the same way? Like, Jalen doesn't have the same temperament as some of his teammates. He's separate. He's different. So he may individually be fine. It doesn't mean everybody else who's also uh, enjoying this success and w- could become champions are going to handle it the same way. That's the other part of that 17 team. We focus on Wentz, but believe me, I, there's plenty of players that went rogue after they won that Super Bowl behind the scenes. There's a reason why there's you don't, plenty of those players that did that, and even one coach. There's a reason why, <laughs> yes, you don't have back-to-back Super Bowl winners, and you have that Super Bowl hanger. It's hard hangover. to do. It's hard to do. Look how Tampa after. won it. They had the greatest leader in sports down there. Antonio Brown won a Super Bowl and went nuts. Yeah, and like he went completely off the rails again. So you could win the Super Bowl in Tampa, and then the next year, everybody wants to get paid. Antonio was Brown was upset he didn't get the money that Gronk got. So now he's mad, and he doesn't feel appreciated. So now he's he's a malingerer. He's he's got injuries all the mm-hmm. time. He doesn't want to practice. That's the type of stuff. Oh, how hold on. Tom Brady and Bruce Aarons, now all of a sudden they don't see eye to eye. Now Tom Brady, because he won the Super Bowl, has the ability to push Bruce Aarons out as coach. Look at what Tom Brady has now. Yeah. Because he got he got Byron Lethwich in there, he could run over Byron Lethwich, because Byron Lethwich is not going to tell him no. He won the power struggle. He won the power out. struggle, and look at the team Leonard, now. Leonard Fournette's out of shape because Tom Brady retired. Come in. And yeah, just saying, yep, yep. like like that's what happens after you win, man. Look and, at the Rams this year, and, and people like to bring up. <laughs> look at the Rams this year. Yeah. For real. You want to talk about bad GMing, by the way, too. Talk about society. <laughs> no, but, he was just the best GM ever. Oh, F them picks, picks man. Yeah, F them picks until you're starting Baker no, Mayfield no, but, on 24 but, hours but, notice. But, and this is the thing. This, there's injuries. So true. There's yeah. injuries. The quarterback doesn't look the same. You have injuries all over the roster. Everything that went right for you the they previous year. They all got fat Everybody got fat. <laughs> yes. Everybody wants to and get look, paid. look, he got the Super Bowl Wait. at home, so I'm sure he – Yeah, is Aaron Donald even playing this year? No, I don't even remember know. him playing this Jaylen year. Jalen Ramsey? Yeah. Like, I need <laughs> yes. these guys. J- Jalen Ramsey is getting right. beat left and right every week now. But, but real quick <laughs> – um, the best you know, corner in football two years ago. Pe- people compare Jalen getting benched in the championship game to what happened to Carson. And I think watching how Jalen handled that is a good indicator of how he could handle things for sure. Yeah. 
That was not the same as blowing your knee and watching your backup carry your team to the Super Bowl and then having the backup do it again next year. So what Jalen went through was tough, but I don't think we can say Jalen would have handled Carson's situation any differently. Yeah. We don't know. I'm not, he yeah, might. He might not. But you have to. The specifics of that situation were so particularly terrible for Carson. I just don't think we can sit here and go, well, Jalen would have never done that. Who knows? He probably wouldn't. He might not. But I just, you can't say that. Look at this wisdom from you. Thank you. I've always been pro Carson, man. Mm-hmm. Try to tell is. people. I was, I was wondering where this that, was two years it, ago. It made me uncomfortable just listening to him right there. Like, you're like, sure, nodding along. You're like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, pretty good. Well, yeah, I knew how sense. terrible what he went through was, and that's why they had to get rid of him. He did. You All right, well, <laughs> yeah. there you have it. Elliot, when, when are you starting your Flyers podcast? Is that next month or the, the new year? <laughs> I'll start a union podcast before I start a Flyers uh, podcast. Tell uh, you that much. I don't, yeah. I don't rip the Flyers. I don't want to hear that union podcast. I covered one Flyers game early on in my career. And I wrote at the end of it, I wrote, the Flyers got to shoot more. That was, my, that was my hockey take. 300 words on why they're not shooting enough. Put pucks so. on that. It is ridiculous that the best players in hockey only play like 15 minutes. Listen, you got you to stop, man. Dude, like you're paying this guy all this money. I get that it's harder, but, but you're paying this guy all this money. He plays like a... A fifth of the game. I, I, I don't, it I comes don't know. to take it. Who should they trade? Who Episode one. Of? Yeah. Fly boys coming out. I don't want to waste two and a half minutes that we have <laughs> yeah. left with you. Uh, Todd McShay has the uh, has the Eagles with the Saints pick fifth overall, taking uh, Bijan Robinson, the running back from Texas. Your yeah, I'll walk that? to Texas if they draft a running back at number five. There is no shot. I'll walk, I'll walk with you. Yeah. There is no. There's a better chance they draft a quarterback at number five and trade him than there is they draft right. a running back at number five. They might take one at 31. I actually agree with that. Yeah. So There's so, a better chance they would take a quarterback. Just for the value would, yes. and the asset. McShay <laughs> says within his little capsule, 99% of the time, I agree that taking a running back this high isn't the right move. But the, this is a luxury pick for the Eagles because they're so because they're right there, and you, now you're not now you don't have to spend the money on Miles Sanders. You get an affordable guy that's under contract for five years. And that's a game that he's 20 years right. old. He's a but game changer. I don't he's even want to run him back. Howie, five Howie years. will not view the number five pick as a luxury pick. <laughs> no. He will view that pick as a no, cornerstone no, building block of the franchise yes. where he can get a position he values, not a running back. He's not even going to sign him to a second deal. You draft a guy number five, you already start the budget paying him big money in year three. So, no. Again, maybe at 31. Yeah. What a is running this? back at 31 would be a luxury pick. What number five, Mc- it would be insanity. McShay 1.0. Yeah, 9.0 by the time we get his final damn draft, I guarantee by you. By 9.0, be... they'll probably be taking this guy at number 31. <laughs> yeah, I guarantee you it won't be a damn running he's back. Not, he's not lasting to 31, but I, I would agree with you. I bet, you, taking... he'll, I bet oh, you he'll be on the Texas? board. At, yeah. Yeah. He, he might, yeah. He, might, <laughs> he certainly won't go in the top five, nah, I'll tell you that much. He ain't well, going in the top 15. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think there's a better chance he's there at 31 than there is. Will you walk to Texas if he goes top 15? Elliot? No, not if he goes top 15. Okay. All right, Jack. The Davis. Eagles have to draft him at number five. Will you okay. get a tattoo on your back if they take him at number five? <laughs> no, I'm not. Okay. I see I'm how that worked out rather, with you. Yeah, my back will be tattooed by the time. Uh, All right. I want the lower back tattoo. And Ike said he'd walk Tramp with that? me, so it'll be a fun walk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, listen, we have the. And we I'm have, sure Howard can join you, but if yeah, he's so far behind, it would just be so worthless. That dude walks, man. I'll be down at the Eagles facility, and he's just walking around the parking lot. Just yeah. Yeah. It's shuffling. He does it around here. Yeah. But you're not he's here. committed, man. Yeah. Wait, does he two... flip you off when he sees you? Normally, yeah. yeah. Hey, genius, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. The real question is, is he is he, uh, is he he scoping out these cars in the parking lot? Is he looking inside the cars as <laughs> he's walking around the point, parking yeah. lot? Yeah. Looking for change. He's got that good fur change. on the inside. Yeah. Yeah. Changing the ashtray. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, Elliot. 
All right, you're dismissed. Devil, look who's walking back. It's great stuff, oh, man. There he is. Oh, speaking he, of which, there's yeah. Howard <laughs> getting those steps in now. Must be a Tuesday. All right, Elliot. No, he's on until right. six. Yeah, but what else does he have to do? Walk Nothing around. Do. Yeah. yeah, he walks around Gotta here. Four hours of steps in. Yep. All right, Elliot Short Parks. Thank you, Elliot. Yep. Talk to you guys. Soon. All right, buddy. Uh, coming back. Uh, we'll get back to all the talk on the Eagles. I got to tell you the straight joke you ever seen. Was right that on purpose or because he is on the line? No, it wasn't. No, no, no. It's the, it's yeah, the, it worked out. All right. all right. Herb is on the board. 215-592-9494. Marks and Reese. Eagles. Does this feel more like 2001 or 2017? Also, Steve Young gave what he thinks is the Eagles' weakness last night on ESPN. What did he say? We have that for you. Marks and Reese, 94 WIP.